0: I'm Justin. I'm Nick. And we got our special guest, Austin, for our continuation of part two of the Royal Rumble on <laughs> What About Wrestling?
1: Our, our first episode has a part two. Let's do it. <laughs> I love it. Who Man, cares?
2: Every episode so far. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you might as well just be on every episode at this point. <laughs> 100% of them. <laughs> yeah,
0: Austin, just, record so your just voice get today. real into wrestling and watch all of it.
1: You don't have a full plate of stuff, right? No, nobody has full
2: plates these days. Uh,
0: no.
1: Where <laughs> uh, we left off, we'd gone through um, three of the matches that were on uh, <clears throat> Royal Rumble. Yeah, um, 2021.
0: 2021, the there's
1: two There's two <laughs> left. But uh, interestingly enough, um, the two that are left took up more screen time than the three that we've already covered.
0: Yes. Um,
1: and the, the next match that we're going to talk about um, took more time than the three other non non rumble matches. Yes. So if you if you like numbers for no reason, there you go. <laughs>
2: Probably my favorite match. These are stats, today, man. I gotta say, um, the last the, man standing. The last man standing. Yep, between uh, KO and Hercules. No Roman, Roman.
1: Reigns. Head of the <laughs> table.
2: Uh. It, it got a little weird some places, but it started off okay. They were in the ring, and
1: they're like, "Oh, there's no rules here." So, I know on the last episode, Justin mentioned not a fan of Roman Reigns.
0: Okay, and uh, I like to clarify this. Whenever I say I'm not a fan of a wrestler, I'm, a, I'm I mean I'm not a fan of how they're writing the wrestler. I like all of all of uh, the quote unquote talent, as you put it. Uh, so, like I'm sure Roman the- Reigns is a great guy. And I know that he's had a lot of struggles in life that are very uh, inspiring, and you know I, I I don't hold any of that against him. I just think that he's written poorly.
2: Is he a heel?
0: Yes, most of the time.
1: Currently, he is currently a, a um,
0: like a mafia boss.
1: Oh, um, for a majority of his career, he had not really been a heel. He'd been kind of the a, a face, is the other term right? Yes. Um, that a lot of people felt like was being pushed on them to be like, we're supposed to cheer for him so we don't want to. Mm. Um, and now he's this heel character that... Well, it's because he Justin's, always
0: wins. Like, he always has to be the champion anytime he's wrestling.
1: Uh, and Justin doesn't like it. I personally am actually kind of a fan of the story arc because of it's finally playing into that whole idea of like, He's the the head of the table. He's kind of the top of the class. And now he's kind of leaning into it of being a shithead about it. Um, And I feel like he's doing it really well. So we're kind of opposite sides on that one. Okay. Um,
0: And again, I don't think Roman Reigns is doing a bad job. I like Roman Reigns. I just think that the angle that they're going, the way that they're writing him is dumb. My main complaint is that he's the head of the table. Like he's supposed to be like this big faction. He's got one person underneath him.
2: Well, that does change things. <laughs> what were
1: what were your initial? It's like it's like Seth
0: Rollins with his cult, saying he ran a cult, like he was like a cult leader, was like his gimmick. He had one person underneath him. You're, he had it's not a cult a little bit. It's not a cult if you got one you know, person just, underneath
2: you. Your cult had seven people. <laughs> keep bragging about it. You bring it up in the strangest times. <laughs> <laughs> you remember my cabin with all seven people? That's a cult. Yeah,
0: you need at least. <laughs> Seven
2: <laughs> What was Dark there? order? That's I a wrestling cult.: I'm <laughs> kind of on the fence about him. Uh, he's really impressive, he's uh, really physical. He did seem like a heel. I could tell that right away.
1: And I mean, the dynamic on this is like, for a majority of his WWE career, Kevin Owens has been the heel. And yeah. He's okay. not in this case, right? Like
0: yeah, Kevin Owens is usually the heel.
2: This was my favorite match because of how it went. When Kevin Owens gets the shit kicked out of him and starts stumbling through the building, and out of nowhere, Roman hits him with a car. So I legit lost my shit. So I was like,
0: "That's a the ripoff fuck from AEW." <laughs>
1: It's, that's that's absolutely fair. Because AEW did almost the exact same It's a rip-off
0: of an AEW stunt. It's the exact okay, okay. same stunt. Didn't but impress-
1: they did it very it differently. differently. Because I didn't see that one.
2: <laughs> but it still got me, the way he went through the windshield. And then you realize it's a golf cart. And you're just like, <laughs> wow, yeah. this is silly. And then he lifts up the forklift. I, these are always my favorite matches because they're the most theatrical. <laughs> yes, The ones between the Royal Rumbles. I believe last time it was like a three on one. The last one I saw a couple years ago, (laughs) and they did the same thing. They like got up into the stage and dove off of it twenty feet through tables. Like it's sick. It was it was so much fun to watch. The problem I had with it, the part where it got kind of weird, is when he uh, he slams him off the forklift, and he's like. You see that blood on your face? Whose blood is that? That's tribal blood. And I was like, "Oh, oh, that's a that's a weird thing to say." And then the announcers are like, "I bet he feels like a great white right now." And I was like, "Oh, we are moving into some strange territory." <laughs> but they they quickly reversed it and correct themselves. So I was just like, wow.
0: Roman Reigns' current thing, his two titles right now are head of the table and the tribal chief. And going into this match, the reason him and Kevin Owens are fighting is because he wanted Kevin Owens to acknowledge him as his tribal chief. Yeah. That's, that, that, I think that's why. I get
2: it, but out of context, it was a little, it was a little (laughs) weird.
1: I'll admit that I was a bit distracted in terms of that and was watching it, but not paying attention to the commentary on it. Because I absolutely heard the Kevin Owens like, whose blood is that? That's not my blood. Like... Mm-hmm. and i mean that that's the kind of thing that like it's a it's a really intense feud they're doing the last man standing match which is they've headlined so common. kevin
0: owens and roman reigns fighting each other have been the headlines of what the past two pay-per-views before this
1: two or three uh yeah. um, so this
0: is like the culmination of like a really long feud between these two
2: it makes sense <laughs> to build it up because it has such a big payoff uh, when then, he handcuffs and cuffs him down so he can't stand up. Oh, that
1: was, that was hilarious. <laughs> and then that he throws the ref. I do matches.
0: like that he threw the ref into the thing to stop the count. That was good. Yes.
1: And that <laughs> yeah. was a callback to their previous match when they were in the Hell in a Cell, which is the cage with the lid on top of it. Okay. Um, where um, the one person in Roman Reigns' table um, handcuffed... <laughs> um,
0: he handcuffed Kevin Owens to the cell so he couldn't escape, and and, and that's how Roman Waynes won. He just walked out the cave while, cage while Kevin Owens was handcuffed to it. So it was
1: a so callback. it might back. not have been a cell. It might have been just a regular cage match then, without the lid. But um, it was a callback to that. Um, and then that was kind of also a botch, right? Where <laughs> it took Paul Heyman way too long it to get the one. It did take
0: him way too long to unhook the cuffs. It was you know, like so funny. The ref, like,
1: He's counting
2: like, and he keeps looking back like, should I, should I do five? No, <laughs> okay, five.
1: I'm at six. Should I stop? stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, even like... But they like, even the... got to the
0: point where Roman had to like get onto his feet in like the squat position to be like, yeah, see you look, I'm on my feet, guys. It's okay.
1: <laughs> but but <laughs> even the part before any of that, like when they just went into the stands, which really different in the in the pandemic era right yeah. there are the screens yeah but the going through on that um fighting with the chairs on that um getting thrown off the the top like to the table below like so there was a lot, lot of callbacks into stuff that had previously happened on it um that it sounds like they they still hit even without that context right with uh mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they're still impactful even without knowing, like, oh, they did the same spot. Previously, this is a callback to that.
2: Right. They're treating it as a stage, as you would, a performance. The, um, the physical locations, right? Right. And, Have they ever um, gone into this backroom training area and gotten the other ring, duked it out? Sure. I kind of expected them to finish in that ring and be like, it's
0: official, <laughs> it's in a ring.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's something that I haven't actually seen like that before. Like I think, with the backstage. I think they ring.
0: they didn't finish it that way, but uh, I believe Randy Orton and Edge's last man standing match last year, they fought in oh, that, the back room for a bit. Like in yeah, the yeah, that room. one was
1: done at the NXT Performance Center where they have multiple like workout areas. The yeah,
0: box they box went back. to like three rings gotcha. in that match. I think. <laughs>
1: um, but I do want to call back to the the golf cart part. Yes, um, because I 100% admit that that had to have been lifted from AEW. Yes, um, but they did it in a super, super different way. On it yes,
0: because uh, it was um, more. It was more
1: in AEW. It was more of a chase down, and it was it was kind of a comedic kind of thing where this it was, was of something they learned
2: 30. from their horror movie friends. <laughs> Because they're, they're in the movie business. They're like, you got to help us uh, zhuzh up our show if we're going to have big beefcakes in your horror movies. And they're like, all right, here's what you do. You don't move the camera. You have somebody stumble. And then out of fucking nowhere, a truck hits them. And they're like, we're not going to kill them. Okay, a golf cart. Yeah, because yes. that
1: framing on it was perfect, right? Where It like, was you so just horror movie. It and, was and, so good. You and should, out of nowhere, the, the golf cart comes. You don't even know it's a golf cart right you away. You should
0: watch Damn. the AEW spot that we think that it's cl- that, that, that we lifted it from. I do think it is. I mean, I guess it's different enough. But yeah, I you have to think that it's a direct, like... Like a reference. Like a reference to it. Because that was such a huge deal when they did it in AEW, too. Like,
1: right. And that like, one, it was more like he, he basically kind of bounced off the golf cart. Or okay. was this one like...
2: Went through the Kevin windshield. Owens went
1: through the windshield and like ended up in the golf cart with oh, some pretty so crazy good. impact. Yeah. Pretty so brutal.
2: good. Because like you, you say the shot hit it. It disguised it. You don't. You don't know this is a golf cart <laughs> at first. You're like, that, he just got hit by a car.
1: <laughs> like I literally was like, what the fuck? Cause yeah. like Roman Reigns was like not even on that. It was, it was the camera was just following Kevin Owens stumbling uh-huh. for it a was couple. So
2: minutes. so good.
1: <laughs> um, and. Uh, there was also uh, a thing that I'm pretty sure that Justin and I both kind of caught on to is in that backstage area, um, it showed the Money in the Bank bank briefcase yeah. on one of the tables. Um, and it also had Miz's like, entrance coat like right. hanging up right there. Yeah, so um,
0: I, I think that they did that because they were like, yeah, we know we you, we know you thought he was going to do it.
1: Oh, is that like an Easter egg for the fans? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so the Money in the Bank briefcase, um, once you win it, it, it's a guaranteed match. At your discretion Anytime for a title of your choice. Um, so a lot of times people will catch it in right after a really brutal match that for the title. And because the person's already beat up, it's, it's a lot easier to win the, the championship. So having that context for it where you see that right there, it makes you as a fan think like, oh, after this brutal last man standing match, The Miz is going to swoop in and try to steal the title on it. Um, does that make okay. sense?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So that was there and it was something that like, as a fan and you're watching like, Oh shit, is this going to happen too? like on top of this crazy match? that's happening. And it ah, didn't, I really which thought I, it was uh, going to, which I give, I give them credit for, right? Because it would be really easy to do something like that at that point. Because I mean, the last man standing match, the entire point is that he's going to cash that in
0: soon to- though. Otherwise it's going to be the next money in the bank.
2: <laughs> this is Nolan leaving the Joker card at the end of Batman. Yeah. This is going to be the next arc they go on. Probably.
1: All right. Um, and then, uh, the, the forklift part, um, this is something you might not know about Justin, um, either, but, um, it's not the first time a forklift has been used in a last man standing match. Mm. Ooh. Um, Think of, I believe two examples. One, I know for sure. Um, but the other one might not have been a last man standing match. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was a stretcher match where your goal is to strap someone to a stretcher and like wheel him into an ambulance.
2: Wow, that's a fun match.
1: That (laughs) one had Brock Lesnar bring out the the forklift um, to a ring and then um, use it to jump off in order to hit the big show and Uh then use the forklift to drag the big show over because he's so heavy. Um,
2: I would rather in the forklift match because if you get shoved in that ambulance and you don't have health care, that's an $800 loss.
1: <laughs> and, but the last man standing one that had we been We all done. know
0: that wrestlers don't have health care.
1: True <laughs> sure enough. Gotta gotta fight for those workers' rights for those independent contractors. Yes. yes. And I feel like that might have come out a little sarcastic, but it wasn't. It was not. No, no, no. We
2: are on the wrestler's <laughs> side. one hundred
1: percent. But the time for sure that it was in a last man standing match... Um, I believe one of the wrestlers used it to hold down another wrestler. Oh. <laughs> lowered the forklift down on top yeah. of um, that it.
2: That's cool. A forklift pin. So,
1: um, But this one was really cool too because you watched Kevin Owens struggle a little bit to get the forklifts raised. Um, I'm guessing he's not OSHA certified.
0: Yeah, I think they made a it. comment about it too as he was doing it. I don't oh. think he's certified to use that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, and then he kind of just throws on that brake and then climbs up it to just jump off. And I believe he did a frog splash too.
2: I noticed they put an extra Wasn't it a of wall on it oh, It was a, like a brace because that one pallet, the wooden pallet, was not going to hold him.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a senton. I was wrong. So he did. Oh, what's the difference?
2: What's a senton? We've discussed a frog jump in the a first
0: is like a, uh, like where he jumps off the rope and curls up and lands on his back.
1: On top so it's of almost your... like a, a so somersault like where a you somersault. land on your back. Oh, okay. Um, it's Jeff Hardy is it's his main finishing move. If you remember any of that from back in the day, um, where you're standing and you're facing your opponent and you jump off and basically yeah you somersault or Hardy did
2: he have another wrestling
1: name? Jeff Hardy. Jeff no, Hardy. he was with his brother Matt Hardy. He was in the Rumble match too. Oh, Hardy okay. Boys. He, he had the Hardy the, Boys. Yep. <laughs>
3: he, had
1: the, he had the weird face paint for a while. On okay. the rumble match, um, but yeah, so that was the the on and as big as Kevin Owens is, because he's not a he's not a smaller dude. He's got a bit of a belly, right? Mm-hmm. kind of a shape. If he's the shape of a professional wrestler, then I could potentially be a professional wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> is is not a bad not a bad thing, right? To can have I somebody like that from flying in the air off that
2: forklift, and you can see Roman just like smushed under him, and like. He lifts his arm and he's like, "Are you okay?" And the other guy's like, "Yeah." Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets off him. <laughs> I mean, you—they didn't really do that, but yeah. it was kind of that look they gave each other. Where it's like, "I didn't kill you, did I?"
1: <laughs> well, something that Kevin Owens has done pretty frequently, even like before he was in the WWE, that they didn't do is—do um, you remember when they were in the crowd area um, on the like the third level up? Um, yeah. There was just that pile of chairs. Okay. Um, he has a ha- habit of like mm-hmm. making some kind of structure out of chairs like by stacking them and stuff. Wow. Um with the intention of putting his opponent through. But mm-hmm. he invariably is the one that gets put through it.
2: Yes. Oh that's hilarious. He sets him up. He's like a wily coyote. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Yeah. So
1: like that's good. he'll do shit like exactly. that and you're like, oh fuck, he's gonna really fuck somebody up because his his gimmicks is like the price fighter, like always gonna fight people and stuff like that and uh-huh. wanna fight, punch people fight. out. Yeah he's not a he's not a cowardly heel. Like he's willing to go and just fight whoever he wants and just be a shithead about it yeah um and it, isn't it his
0: other gimmick is he always betrays his tag team partners like that's isn't that something that he always does too
1: yeah he's always about like himself. every
0: single um, time he has wow. a tag team partner he betrays them <laughs> immediately <laughs>
1: uh, but uh, that didn't happen here so that either was just a missed opportunity or it was growth of the character was like, that might not work out for me all that well. Um, <laughs> but he's also <laughs> he's also one of those characters though too that is smart as far as he's presented because there's a lot of tropes of like the face character being dumb and getting stuff pulled over on them or the the heel character doing dumb shit that shouldn't work but does. But like Kevin Owens, like he'll have like an interview show that he's running and then it's getting really heated and he's the first time that like the interviewer is like all right I'm just gonna get out of this situation rather than accidentally getting involved or something yeah <laughs> so so he's like one of the few characters that like has that awareness to be like you know what's logical is that are these two people that are really angry at each other fighting and me trying to break it up I'm just gonna let him I'm just gonna let him do it I'm gonna leave yes um, <laughs> so he's got that level of awareness on it so it's potentially like a, a character thing that's the way I'd like to think about it
0: yeah for sure.
1: Um, how did you guys feel about the finish? We talked about how Roman got. I knew Roman was going to keep it. Right. Roman's um, going to
2: keep it. I knew did he was going to keep it. I didn't know what was going to happen because I'm not familiar with the two of them. I, I've seen them both wrestle before, but I didn't know Roman always had to win. Uh, it looked like the KO was going to win for a sp- second there.
1: Oh, absolutely, and like technically, he probably should have with the whole botched uh, handcuff. Thing. He definitely yeah. was
0: on the ground for more than ten seconds. With that yeah, botched, that's what I thought.
2: Uh, I was, but good match. I I wasn't too invested, so I didn't really care who won.
1: But then, like the Roman pulling the the ref to like knock him out so that he could get more great. time. Like, that's a really cool character choice. Um, yeah. What What did you guys think about like the actual like ending? Like once he got unhandcuffed and he just. Like did that guillotine choke? Like did you that's think his, like that was that's a, a his fitting move
0: that he's been doing for a long time?
1: Now, right. what is the
2: guillotine choke? What how does he do that?
0: It's the one where he like got on top of Kevin Owens, like with like put his full body weight on him and had his head underneath his arm.
2: Right, yeah, and
1: he, okay. like had a body scissors around. His body it's what he
0: won like... the match with.
1: Right, it's the it's one of his moves though. The it guillotine wasn't just yeah. a submission. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't like a random thing that he did. He's yeah. just um, been doing
0: that a lot. That's how he yeah.
1: But did you guys feel that that was fitting or anticlimactic? It, it was
2: anticlimactic.
1: I,
0: I thought it was about. a little anticlimactic, to be honest.
2: The match so I, was really good, but yeah, it it could have ended a little more
1: spectacularly.
0: I'm and really think, glad Jey Uso didn't show up, though.
1: Well, that um, <laughs> apparently is some COVID impact, actually, because oh, he was also supposed to be in then. the Rumble. Never mind. I mean, from a story from a story standpoint, a story standpoint, I,
0: standpoint I would be glad that they didn't put Jey Uso in, but uh, if it's because he Has COVID. I hope he is okay because I like Jay Uso, and I Uh, I mean I don't want anybody to get hurt from COVID.
1: Right. So Jay Jay Uso is uh, part of the Uso's, where his twin brother is Jimmy Uso. Okay. Jimmy Uso's been injured, so he hasn't been in the picture. But Jay Uso was the first feud with heel Roman, um, and part of that feud resulted in him having to like join the. It's called a stable, as a group of wrestlers on Mm -hmm. it, Um, and he he wasn't here. He wasn't at the show because of like. Covid restrictions. Um, I don't think that he has it, but I think he was exposed to it, mm. uh, which is yeah. why he wasn't clear um, to to join. So he was supposed to be an entrant in the Rumble also, and was not.
0: Yeah, everybody not say he was uh, supposed to be in it.
1: Uh, restrictions.
0: <laughs> Some kind of restrictions, yeah. Some kind, still yeah. Pretty loose, but
2: um, that's what I thought. Like it's Royal Rumble in this day and age, I was just I was kind of surprised it happened.
0: Well, tonight, uh, AEW on their main show is having a tag team Royal Rumble, which will be fun.
2: Oh, wow. I forgot about that. Uh, How many people total?
0: Uh, They don't have as wide of a roster. Yeah, it's not as big of a roster. And it's teams, so. Sure, sure. um,
1: I mean, over 10 for sure. Over
0: 10. Absolutely, over 10. Nice. It's also the first AEW wrestling wedding. With uh, Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford,
1: and the Best Man Muro, yeah, Ooh. these are all people who's, you have no idea who we're talking uh, about. Yeah. This is Moon Man talk.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you're, um, discuss- you're discussing Digimon,
1: <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I we mean, should I'm, have
0: uh, you as a guest on for like uh, a big uh, AEW pay-per-view yeah
2: that'd be cool because i wouldn't uh, mind seeing the other side of it i've heard uh, good things i think
0: i like AEW more than i like wwe personally Mm
1: -hmm. And they also do less big events like this yeah so wwe has a a pay-per-view
0: every month but AEW has like four a year or something
1: okay so next time we we go on that one because we end up having to to buy that one but we just split it um and then it's really easy to stream so we can definitely make that happen well very Um, cool um but yeah, from that one, like I feel it was kind of a little anticlimactic. I don't know if it was something that with the the botch on the handcuffs that it made the match go long. So they kinda had to like finish it up real quick. Maybe. Um But I mean even to the point like earlier in the match where they're like throwing each other through the LED screens, like that was really like it was it was brutal. I mean, for a match that didn't have a whole lot of blood. Mm-hmm. Right, like right. back in the bay there would have been it would have been a bloodbath. Right? Oh, AEW's
0: yeah. a little more bloody, I think.
1: But I mean it was still a brutal match getting thrown through stuff, getting jumped on top of getting hit by a fucking golf cart that was booking it too. It was not going four miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Um it was super dope. Um, and that was kind of the the tie in between the two Rumble matches because the last bit was the men's Royal Rumble. Oh yeah,
0: um, I thought Cesaro com- was
1: going to win it. Cesaro would have been dope. So for comparison, the women's Royal Rumble match uh, was fifty-eight minutes and fifty seconds. Okay. Um, the men's Royal Rumble match was one hour thirty-two seconds. So that's a shame. Um, to pretty me, super totally. close.
0: Yeah, they're really for- close. Cool. What are you talking about? Fifty-eight minutes and then an hour. It's I- like.
2: I think it could. It should have been swapped. I enjoyed the female one a lot more. It was
0: like two extra minutes.
2: Oh, oh! I thought it was a difference of thirty minutes. My math was way off. No, it was,
1: about, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was less than a two minute difference. Well, it
2: felt a little longer.
1: <laughs> well, I, I, I could see that because there. Are, I think there were a lot of times where there were so many well, there where made. I was
2: like, "Are you sure he hasn't come out already?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there there were a lot of people in there that like. Like with the women's match, I think it's a little bit more like the idea of anybody could win it. Yes. Whereas with the men's match, it's you, have, clear a, that you have a you have pretty a clear ideas. Of it who... felt very clear. Yeah. Um.
3: I mean,
2: there were I I fully that...
0: expected I fully expected when Randy Orton got taken out that he was going to come back and win it at the end. I fully expected that to happen, and I was pissed because I.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, he's always been kind of that opportunistic like shithead, right? That... Yeah. Whether or no, not the in, the injury angle yeah. is real, um, in terms of the story, right? Like, if he was in kayfabe legitimately injured or not, he was going to come back, right? Like that was predictable.
0: Oh yeah, but, yeah. Um, I thought he was going to win though. I'm glad Edge won. Uh, like it's cool, Edge won.
1: Yeah. So I was glad how
0: I, I was glad how well Damien Priest did.
1: Yeah, and there was a couple of cool things like that too, like. Um obviously like we he
0: wasn't in it though.
1: He's also under uh oh, quarantine. Dang. Ah. Cuz um his his girlfriend is the one that's in retribution was is it her name um Mia Lee?
0: Yes, Mealy.
1: Um she I believe has it or was exposed or something. So oh, he was also wow. one of those ones that Okay. Because I was expecting him to be in there too. Yeah, um, yeah, He was honestly going into it like one that I thought could potentially win everything for sure. Um, but
0: because I thought they were kind of trying to push him because he's one of the new guys, but um, they gave it to Riddle instead.
2: Now there seems to be some, uh, like old blood versus new blood
3: heat
1: going yeah. on. Yes, that's something that, that the really fans have been vocalizing for a long time. Okay. Storylines are more getting kind of put into it. So can definitely... You can
0: tell by how it ended which way they favor.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <it> was... <laughs> oh, did you really have to know how
2: it ended? Come on! The entire thing was glorifying the old wrestlers. Like... Yeah. So okay, yeah, let's, that's let's, kind of
0: let's... that's kind of one of my big issues with WWE right now. I don't like what they're doing. Because they have so many, like, oh my god, when Ricochet came out and got eliminated basically doing nothing, like, that dude is phenomenal. He's yeah. insane. Ricochet is tell. insane.
2: Yeah, I've <laughs> seen him, I think we saw him wrestle live, but uh, even the intro, he runs out, he gets in there so dramatically, and then boom, out. It's like, whoa.
1: <laughs> so yeah, let's let's jump into the Rumble match we can kind of talk about, because they did space out the, the nostalgia stuff a little bit more than they would normally have. Um, and again, we talked about this last time, but this is the, the first time I remember the announcers specifically pointing out that one being and two number is the same. Yeah. specifically different than being number two, <laughs> which is refreshing, right? Kind of that whole narrative for years. Of number one has the hardest job, like, kind of felt yeah. almost like, like in, insulting the intelligence of like. Well, well don't they say number
0: three is the, is, is the cursed spot?
1: Um. For a long time, number 30 was because statistically that should have been the best one. And up until I think like five or six years ago, 30 had never won it. Oh, um, wow. Okay. Um, three might be now. I don't remember that. I thought part, them but...
0: saying that three was. I thought I remember hearing them saying something specifically in this Rumble how three is like statistically the one that gets eliminated quickest or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't I mean, know. That, that could be there because that's another thing that. Um, is, I I really like from the uh, WWE is they always do a, a numbers type thing with the Rumble since there's so many different statistics that can be kept.
0: Yes, um, they love of the statistics. Two.
1: Um, But yeah, number one and number two was um, Edge uh, and Randy Orton. Edge and Randy Orton. Um, Which they yeah.
0: had a feud last year that lasted for a long while.
1: Number
2: one and number two, also the two that lasted the longest.
0: Well, Randy right. Orton wasn't I mean, he left like three minutes into that match and then came back at the end.
1: <laughs> but they managed to do what the women had done before then is they took the Rumble match out of the ring that kind of created that angle for him, right? Where Randy Orton looked like he was supposed to be put through a table and it didn't quite work out.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, he had to go um, ice it for 40 minutes and then come back. Go ice his knee and he was busted open a little bit and like bleeding on the... Um, on the barricade. Oof. Gnarly. And so he got like walked out or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. so I mean, to start it off, like they were, they were going at it pretty hard. Edge looks like a guy that hasn't wrestled in a while. Eh, um, but he's, like, he, he I, looks in I, really man. good shape, like really good shape, but he also looks kind of grizzled as well.
2: Yeah. He's, he's, he's got some scary look to him in his eyes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then uh, next out was somebody that you'd kind of mentioned a little bit before. Um, was Sammy Zayn? Sammy Zayn,
2: <laughs> yep, the conspiracy theorist. Yeah. Sammy Zayn. I've seen him wrestle before with his old troop. I think he's a lot of fun. I love Sammy and Zayn. Every time he comes out, he it's just like he's kind of the everyman. <laughs> so yeah, he, he's avoiding trouble, uh, and just kind of squirrely, like, getting in and out of places so but always taking shots.
0: Sami Zayn's character is that he is a uh, vegan activist uh, and, like, super into, like, recycling and animal rights and stuff like that, but he's also a heel.
1: And he's also... His conspiracy theory is that the WWE is conspiring for him to not be the Intercontinental Champion. Like, <laughs> that they're specifically... Creating situations where he wasn't able to hold on to the championship, or they named somebody else the champion when he got injured. Now and... I don't know how
2: you'd be confused. His shirt says, "I am the international yeah. champion," <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's why he has like the camera crew always following him around. Yeah, because he's trying to... um, yeah. He lost it in the he's lumberjack... a lumberjack documentary, right? Is what yeah. they say.
0: He lost it in a lumberjack match to Big E, which was a good match.
1: And the lumberjack match being uh, two people fighting in the ring and a bunch of other wrestlers around the outside to like throw them back in if they try to escape. Um, Oh, I love it. Yeah. But that also leaves the potential for if uh, if the wrong group gets a hold of you, they kind of rough you up a little bit before they put you back in.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, I've been
1: in a lumberjack match.
2: I know all about it. (laughs) (laughs) Um,
1: And so um, after that was uh, Mustafa Ali. Uh, Another
0: high-flyer that didn't really do anything.
1: Yeah, he's another Raw
2: character, right?
0: He's a bad guy now. He's the leader of Retribution, the worst faction in WWE history. I don't know about that. There's probably been some bad factions, but (laughs) this one's really boring.
2: (laughs) He's ahead of the curve, because they have a picture of him on Wikipedia in his debut match. He looks like Sub-Zero. He's wearing a mask. 2018. He knew what was going on. (laughs) I ain't healthy. It's an LED mask, too. It's, it's yeah. like one I've been looking for online. It's pretty sick. Yeah. And, um, uh, I don't know anything about Mustafa,
1: gotta say. So, the he's one of the ones that are kind of spearheading the...
0: He's the leader of Retribution, which is a...
1: He's the new school, right?
2: Like, he's the one who had a big problem with Randy Orton and wanted to take it out on him?
0: Yeah. He's like, yeah, he... all the legends are just coming in and taking spots from the people who work here every okay, day. Okay,
2: okay, okay.
1: I think Retribution... The best way to explain retribution Ugh. and why it's falling so flat is it's a conservative's view on what Antifa is. Yeah. In terms of being an organization, in terms of what they're trying to accomplish and the way they're trying to accomplish it. The early
0: it. spots that they did with them, even if they try to change it around and somehow try to make them better, those early spots ruined it. Because it made them just look like, yeah, it's it's what conservatives think Antifa are. It's
2: big bad leftist
1: boogeymen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right, because they're they're feeling Are they like wear
0: the, they wear knockoff the bait masks. You know, the,
1: the company's keeping them out of what they're able to do, so they're gonna damage property and now that they have their contracts, they're being kept down for spots for part timers or legends or whatever to have.
2: Now um, could you explain Willow? Willow <laughs>
0: this yes. is the, the movie Willow? <laughs> No,
2: no, 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 no. Our next character, Jeff Hardy. Uh, I, I just need somebody to explain what Willow was for me, real quick.
1: Yeah. One thing before we get into that. Yeah. Um, sorry. I can, I can explain back. that. Um, Mustafa Ali is also in the Royal Rumble match because Kofi Kingston, um, who I mentioned in the last uh, episode, mm-hmm. um, got, got had a jaw injury, um, and the the tie into that is. Uh, Kofi mania was something that happened two years ago, I believe where Kofi Kingston had been in the WWE for like 10 years, never had the championship. All of his peers wanted it. A lot of fans wanted it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that that kind of kicked off was due to an injury to, uh, Mustafa Ali when he was a face okay. and, uh, Kofi Kingston kind of getting a spot to kind of go forward on that. So there's kind of some tie in and animosity based. On
0: oh, that, I, see, I, didn't really... Really... I didn't know that. So yeah, he kind of got to come up cause Mustafa got injured. And now he's like. Now Mustafa got to come up because Kofi was injured,
1: right? And he, even part though of Mustafa, Mustafa, Mustafa did not come think? up,
0: and by any means in this. Match. Okay.
1: Right. okay, but like part of the argument he's making is like that spot you got should have been mine, and now I'm taking the, the spot that you should have had right here.
0: Yeah, um, I don't think that I, I love Mustafa Ali, and I think that he's doing an okay job. That like just retribution as a whole is such a bad idea for a faction.
2: Yeah they um, looked at the news they said what's big right now riots
1: okay Which, <laughs> <do> it. <laughs> to their credit they did when it was still topical yeah a lot of times they'll do stuff like that after the time has passed
0: at least at least retribution isn't rot walking around in like uh straight up like ma- like the robbery mask, like pulling the like the whole cut out the black
1: Hood yeah, they're not wearing like balaclavas <laughs> or whatever.
0: Yeah. Um, That's what they were wearing when they first started. Now they're wearing like knockoff Bane masks.
1: Wow.
2: Okay. So they're they're going more towards Joker bank robbery than what's on the news. I get it.
0: Well, okay. So the thing you got to realize about WWE is it's run by Vince McMahon.
2: So Oh, who I know, totally out of touch with <laughs> reality.
0: Yeah, and,
1: and, and so a like, 70-year-old that... billionaire be out of touch with <laughs> <laughs> it's,
2: it's the same with our last president. They sit there, they watch the news up late at night, conservative news, and they're like, this is what's big. We're going to put it on as a whole plot line. Yeah, Basically, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. What are the kids like? Kid Rock in 2010? All right, let's make sure that we keep Kid Rock being featured as music on our show for the next 10 years. Yep. So, like, oof. <laughs> um, <laughs> yep but uh next question next person in jeff hardy right yes mm-hmm. um, in, the, you...
2: in the ring for a record three minutes and 25
1: seconds <laughs> with zero elimination <laughs> <laughs> so um you'd asked about willow right
2: Yeah, yes that's something that came up when i was looking into this because i'm like i remember jeff hardy from back in the day i remember him always being kind of a heel maybe but then this willow character pops up and i'm like oh, what is this
1: so Willow hasn't actually appeared in the WWE at all. Okay. Um, so this is going to be a bit of a deep dive, history wise. But isn't
2: that um, why we're here?
1: I hope so. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, but he and his brother Matt Hardy, who are legitimately brothers, um, first appeared in WWE when Jeff Hardy was fifteen.
2: Uh, the Hardy Boys.
1: Yeah. Um, he was an enhancement talent or jobber on it, is what the the terminology is on it. Right. Um, but Around that time and previous to it, they had um, started an organization themselves in North Carolina uh, called Omega, which is uh, an acronym for Organization of Modern Extreme Grappling Arts. Uh, (laughs) Oh, so this was like
2: backyard wrestling?
1: Yeah, essentially. And another wrestler that was in the Royal Rumble was uh, involved with that also. Um, uh, Hurricane, the one that's dressed like a superhero. Okay. Um, He's a... His name is Gregory Helms. He was in that too. Um, And that happened between like 1992 and 1998. Um, Their first time appearing in WWF was like 1994. Um, So going way, way back. Uh, But uh, Willow was one of the characters that he had used in Omega uh, because there was only like five of them. So they all did like different characters and stuff. Um, That's real interesting. I like that. And so to kind of keep going on it, like he was Jeff Hardy in the WWF and then the WWE. um, And then he ended up leaving because of whatever reasons. Right. Um, And then he ended up in another organization called TNA uh, or total nonstop action. Um, And that's where he's kind of himself. And he was also given a little bit more free reign to um, present other characters. And that's where Willow came in. And Willow is this like really weird kind of, speaking in rhymes and a high pitched voice and uh stuff like that and it's a pretty surreal kind of thing that's Um, what got
2: me is i saw a couple of clips of it and i'm like i need to know more about this he's like a (laughs) shakespearean puck in the (laughs) ring
3: (laughs)
1: that's uh, almost assuredly like what he based that off of Mm -hmm. um and um i mean it was for the most part like he still like wrestled as himself but um yeah, he his his characterization was was really different on it. Um, kind of to the same point, like his brother Matt, um, now in AEW, has a bunch of different personas of like broken and big right money now, Matt.
0: Yeah, right now he's big money Matt.
1: And um, just being able to present those other characters that hadn't necessarily been in the WWF on it.
2: That's um, a lot of fun when people have multiple characters within even the same organization.
1: Yeah, one of for my sure. favorites is uh, Mick Foley because he had a. A Total of four, technically, but three main personalities that he had in the video. I guess
2: was one yeah. the Foley artist, and he would like come out and shake a pan like thunder.
1: Uh, <laughs> not really. Damn. Uh, so he had Mankind, which is probably the most WWF like famous. Oh, one. I
2: remember a Mankind.
1: Okay, yeah, that's um, Nick Foley. And then he had uh, Dude Love, which was this guy that like, I've read his his autobiographies that he's put out. Mm -hmm. Um, And he wanted this is who he thought was like the coolest dude ever. He had like tie dye on there. He was good with the ladies calling everybody like (laughs) cool cat and daddy and stuff like that. Um, And then he had his persona that had originally been in WCW and then was in Japanese like death matches was Cactus Jack. And that was like the more violent, like willing to take punishment type. Okay. Um, but he in one Royal Rumble, all three of those personas came out.
2: Whoa. that's amazing okay, add it to the
1: YouTube queue <laughs> <laughs> like that's one of the greatest things about wrestling again is like just how goofy it can get especially if you're willing to like suspend disbelief that's
2: and I an believe amazing. I saw a documentary about him where he's a mall Santa now
1: oh he like, fucking loves Christmas he loves Santa Claus mm-hmm. like no you joke he self-funded like... uh, a Santa Claus documentary absolutely he yes. has an entire room in his house dedicated to Christmas year round. Like that and roller coasters. Was mankind the
2: guy back in the day who had the sock? Socko, socko? Socko, yep. Yes. He was okay. Also it's... the
1: one that got thrown off the hell on a cell through the table below. Probably um, one of the most I- kind of iconic, like, I- iconic women. wrestling moments.
2: Going back to TNA for a second. The only, only knowledge I have of them. Only a uh, point of jumping off is the t-shirts I've seen. i never saw a single moment of the wrestling.
1: They have some of the most classically bad t-shirts, which is absolutely saying something. Yes. <laughs> there's there's one uh, shirt that wrestling fans refer to as the AJ Styles jizz shirt. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, because the, the graphics that they used for like the background and the font for AJ Styles uh, 100% look like semen. Hey Josh, could you Google AJ Styles jizz shirt? <laughs> I'm not Josh, but I will absolutely Google that. I don't know. I'm about Googling my it right now. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, that's in comparison to a shirt like. Um, that, that is very jizz. Wow. Um, and that's in comparison to the WWF that um, had a group called the Acolytes or the APA, like Acolyte Protection Agency. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and their shirt had said, APA always pound an ass. Oh. <laughs> So <laughs> this, is, this is not a medium that lends itself to top tier shirts by any means. Yeah. But it's another part that I always get a chuckle out. I don't own any wrestling. Really? I, I own one wrestling related shirt. I have a bootleg Orange Cassidy shirt. Nice. Um,
2: that is a very early 2000s, always pounding ass shirt. Cause it's like stamped into steel.
1: <laughs> yeah. You make t-shirts, right? Can we have you make some really shitty wrestling style shirts? Oh, yeah. I would love to. All right. <laughs> we'll uh, commission some of those. We'll get some Fab Check. Time, yeah. Can we
0: get the Fab Check with the AJ style, like in the style, the like, logo? AJ style t <laughs> we'll,
2: we'll call, call it our Fab Check Cummy shirt. <laughs> 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 I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> Can you, you know make
1: what? one and not tell Josh and then give it to him? Yeah, I'll make it and I'll then record it, the, in the, the reaction. Dark. ooh. <laughs> Josh, we should get him as a guest
2: because, as little wrestling knowledge as I have, I have some. He he's got to have none.
0: He, none. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't know who Hulk Hogan was.
2: Yeah, like <laughs> er, like Andre the Giant or something along that status. He probably doesn't know who they are because we haven't done the Princess Bride yet.
1: Wow. Well, I am a hundred percent wanting to do a crossover episode at some point nice. with a wrestling-related show. Yeah, we'll probably then, do.
0: We'll probably do a uh, Rated Rumble, like you said.
1: Um, I would probably give you a list of them to let you, to no let holds you choose from. That's a good one. Yeah, no Bard yeah. barred. Um, that one, even the wrestler, because I haven't actually oh, seen the that wrestler
0: one. is a good one.
1: I haven't seen it. Uh, but I don't know with with the schlockiness that we're leaning into of, of what I really enjoy about wrestling, if that one...
0: That's not... Good. No, that's not like wrestling.
1: That's a heartfelt one? Yeah. yeah. The I the mean, Snake. there's even... I don't know that you guys have ever done documentaries, but there's like the uh, David Arquette... You Can't Kill David Arquette, just released on Hulu, was really good. That's seen, what uh, I was going to say.
2: Yeah, the new David Arquette wrestling documentary, uh, I hear it's <laughs>
1: worth watching. There's The Resurrection of Jake the Snake is a, a pretty kind of uplifting one. There's Beyond the mat is real depressing as far as documentaries go so
0: yeah you can um, get real dark if you want to like go to oh, like the dark yeah. side of the ring documentaries
2: i've yeah. watched a couple of vice documentaries on wrestlers from back in the day and
1: ooh wee! <laughs> you see the one on you jack where he was like talking about how he legitimately tried to murder somebody in the ring oh. ooh, wow
2: i saw the one where the guy admitted to like just snorting piles of coke before he'd go out wrestling and like cut up his head so he had these gnarly forehead scars to this day was that guy
1: african-american uh-huh he New like
2: Jack, yeah New, oh yeah yeah and he, he dove from like four stories up yeah he's like i'm gonna kill this fucker <laughs>
1: he's like bombs away is like a literal <laughs> quote that he said
2: yep um i did watch that it was nuts. quite good
1: uh well, back to the PG-era WWE.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, the difference. Like, the stunts Speaking are... Speaking still- of segues. <laughs> Speaking of stunts, number seven coming in hot. Well,
1: before that seven? was uh, Dolph Ziggler, which
2: oh, yeah. uh, I bring up just because... <laughs> I forgot I, I who only
1: Ziggler was. <laughs> but the only reason I bring that up is um, they made a point of pointing out that he has the second most appearances in the Royal Rumble. Oh, just wow. so Kane,
0: yeah, yeah. Just so whatever Kane shows up, it was a more big deal. Uh,
1: um but yeah, I mean, he's he's one of those like missed opportunity ones that like he's really entertaining and good at what he does. His but his uh,
0: little brother just debuted on AEW Dynamite last week.
1: Yeah. He started off as a cheerleader gimmick, just so you guys know. Really? Like okay. legitimately, called the Spirit Squad. Um, wow. And and then he transitioned into the, the Dolph Ziggler, which the I'm thinking is a. A uh, uh, takeoff of uh, was it, was it a bad guy Dirk from Die Hard? Uh, Dirk Ziggler, I think, from uh, um, or Zig Ziggler, something like that, from uh, a movie where he's a porn star or something like that. I'll, oh, okay. I'll, I would I'll, believe Dolph uh, Ziggler
0: is based off a porn star.
1: Dirk Ziggler. He he's based off of an actor portraying a porn star in a movie. Okay. Oh, wow! <laughs> layers um, deep. <laughs> but he, I mean, he lasted twenty minutes. He's his like most well-known attribute is how well he can sell for other people. Uh-huh. So it's not surprising that he's stayed in all that long, but yeah. Number seven is one of my personal favorites to watch, especially now that he seems to be more serious and like more caring about what's going on um, like he... in the ring. And that's uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Oh, Shinsuke Shinsuke is yeah. so much fun. I remember I love
0: Shinsuke. a couple
2: Royal Rumbles ago. They're like, he's one of the best. Uh, what do they call him? Strikers. When
1: they're king a of shankers. strong style. Yeah. So now he's just got this. They're talking. They're referring to him as the king of strong style, right? Which right. I feel he's is a lot better than the artist Shinsuke Nakamura yeah. or some of the other bullshit that they had. I'm yeah. glad yeah. that he Cole had. Strong I'm glad that him. Badass. I'm glad that he
0: has nothing to do with Sami Zayn. Even though I love Sami Zayn.
1: Yeah, they were yeah. at one point kind of uh, a stable unto themselves with uh, gotcha. Cesaro as well. Yeah. Um, they were the but he's doing his own thing now. He got... Something? Yeah, and he has two versions of his theme song. He just recently kind of, got
0: his new one back, right? Like his old one.
1: Yeah. So the one that they used for this match um, and that they've been using for the last couple weeks doesn't have lyrics. Um, and I, th- I think it's a really good one. And like when the crowd is there, they'll like sing along to the melody for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the other one that he has for when he's a heel has has it kind of, like, tuned down, so it's harder to sing along with. So, has, has he Japanese officially transitioned
0: like... to a face, you think? I think so. Nakamura? On it. I mean... Because he's been a he's... heel for a long time now with Sazano. Yeah.
1: Because his character is really weird, right? In that he doesn't typically do a lot of, like, really, like, heely stuff or face stuff. He kind of just does his matches.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, every once in but... a while, he'll make some make fun of someone
1: yeah but he's I, I think he's with that theme song switch and then the way he's like carrying himself in the ring i think so but it's really hard because they're, they're they don't have a list of these are our face wrestlers and these are oh yeah 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 wrestlers. i
0: i hear you i'm just i would count him personally as well. yeah i i've i've got the feeling that he's turning face as well
1: okay um but he's also like he didn't eliminate anybody but he was in for 22 Two minutes. minutes and his style is just awesome cuz it looks like he's just beating the shit out of people. Yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> Even that weird like little like I'm going to put my foot on you and then like lift it up and down slightly. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. vibration move like yeah. just looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> Must be a strong uh, move. <laughs> and uh next was number 8 which I'm guessing probably wasn't the biggest deal to either of you. Carlito. Um, Carlito. He was Yeah, I don't know. He who was he was back in the uh, ruthless aggression era, so like, this was like before John Cena was even in like the world title picture. Wow. Um, okay. And um, his gimmick was I, he'd he's bite cool. into an apple, and his theme song would say, "I spit in the face of people I, I don't think are cool," or something like that. <laughs> and he, he was originally marketed as Carlito Caribbean Cool, like every single time for his name. Um, it's kind of like in uh, if you've ever watched Boondocks, there's a character. A pimp named Slick Slickback, and that's his name is a pimp named Slickback. It's not a pimp or Slickback or anything like <laughs> that. It's exactly that. But he came out and he looks like a fucking house. He did, uh, yeah. Like just a fucking brick shit house, and he was never built like that before. So I'm guessing he's coming back. There, there might have been a little bit of uh, chemical aid in that. of oh. <laughs> course. He- lifting Uh, the whole time
2: or or injecting you think taking on his
1: vitamins but
2: um, no eliminations like you said which was surprising I expected him to come out and just throw somebody out of the ring first thing that's something uh, as an outside viewer whenever somebody enters the ring and they give them a little leeway and they go around the ring and just like take out every single person it's a lot of fun they get
1: a little introduction match kind of yeah, More and that's why the women They, they did that.
0: that is true. And,
1: and that's why Shinsuke and Carlito had that interaction where Carlito just randomly had an apple and then like Shinsuke took it. Yeah. <laughs> um, just because Shinsuke also kind of has that like, I'm not from here, so I don't understand like the context of what you're doing, so I'm just gonna do my own thing. <laughs> kind of thing, which I feel is endearing, but also potentially a little problematic. Yeah. Um but then Carlito was able to do his uh his signature move which is the the backstabber um where which he is, jumps up behind somebody and puts his knees in their back i feel
0: like that's a yeah, move that people that just was, use ooh, all wow. the time now though like it's not even a finisher anymore
1: right because he he was the first one to present that and now people are doing it like
0: people do front. it like all sorts of people do it now it's, yeah, so it's, it's, it's so kind of just a move and it's the one
1: where going.
2: you like flop down onto your back and take them with you yeah, yeah. and
0: you drive their back into your knees
2: Oh, that one, I mean, I can see, that I haven't seen that move too much because I've, I haven't been in it, but that, that looks like it hurts. I like it. But now that everybody's doing it, sure, it becomes a staple because it's good. It, it looks good, and it probably doesn't hurt too much.
1: And it's something that I don't think is becoming as like ubiquitous as like the super kick.
0: Yeah, the it. super um, kick is way more used.
1: Which is, I mean, I'm not a, a kung fu artist like you two, but I would... Basically just a sidekick that you kind of lean into a little bit more.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, um, so this
2: is a sup- A super kick is like a new move It's just a kick. Doing?
1: No, it's,
0: it's not new by any means.
2: But they, it's like a thing they've started it's, calling. It's a lot
0: of people's uh, move. It used to be a finishing move, and now kind of everybody just does it. It's a super kick. It's just a kick to the face super or wherever. Oh, Most like a of the time kick. to the face. Yeah, it's a side thrust.
2: <laughs> okay, it kind of looks like a hook kick. Like there's a bit of a, a spin. There's so it a, gets there's a hook
0: kick it. too. But a hook
2: kick variant, you think? Or is it, is it it's like sometimes it's a side thrust, sometimes just it's a hook at, You kick. can look like it up all on all YouTube. Super... I'm looking at a compilation right now, and that's why I'm asking because every kick is great. If
1: you want the exact like <laughs> example of what the super kick is as a finisher, yeah. uh, look up Sweet Chin Music by Shawn Michaels.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So that's the one that essentially everybody is doing a variation of that. And not that everybody, but finisher. yeah.
0: Also, um, it doesn't have anything oh, to do with this, but nice. you, you should also look up whenever Randy Orton count, countered the stomp from uh, Seth Rollins into an RKO, because it's amazing.
1: Yeah, look up uh, Randy Orton. Randy
2: Orton RKO, first thing that comes up.
1: With Seth Rollins? Yep. Yep, that's fucking amazing. It's amazing.
2: <laughs> so, oh, that was, in, that was WrestleMania?
0: Yeah. yeah. Nice. And, uh, Okay.
1: Okay. So who right. else, who who we got? Next is Xavier Woods. Who I feel um, really
0: bad for right now cool.
1: for the
2: talented young mutants.
1: <laughs> Why I, do you feel bad for Xavier Woods?
0: Okay. Well, New Day got broken up right after he returned. He returned, and then New Day got broken up.
1: He was off for, like, a year And then, an Yeah, injury. he was off
0: for, like, a year for an injury. He came back, New, Ga- New Day got broken up, Big E, and uh, gets split up from Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Then Kofi Kingston gets indir- injured, and Xavier Woods is by himself, and he's jobbing against fucking uh, Retribution. Like, every week for the past, like, three or four weeks on Raw, Xavier Woods has gone out and get his ass kicked by someone from Retribution. No
2: we um, actually got to see him wrestle back when he was in or is he still in new day
0: yeah yeah
2: like when New he, days still a thing new day like, still a thing like, but yeah when they were unicorn boys we got to see him live that's
0: new day for sure
1: and they have a really good podcast together actually too nice what's yeah. it called
0: and Xavier woods um, is a other another really big t- twitch streamer
1: um the new day podcast yeah, that's easy or feel cool. the power I think okay. um but next is uh Xavier woods uh Brother in Arms, Big E. Yep. Another Um, one we've seen live. One of the fucking coolest spots I've ever seen them do was uh, in this match where you would expect Big E to pick up Xavier, but they didn't play that way. Big E sat on Xavier Woods' shoulders so that he could flop down onto somebody. Yeah. That was fucking dope. Big E's had a really cool character change recently, I think. um, Where he's Instead of being his goofy, silly self, he's more focused in the ring. He's still um, goofy and
0: silly outside the ring, though.
1: Yeah, he had a five minute long promo after he won the. Oh my title God. Of, uh, <laughs> beating beating Sammy Zayn's ass and building a condo on it. You <laughs> should
0: link jo- uh, him to that to listen after the podcast because it is it's, great.
1: It's, it's surreal and goofy and everything like I would want him that. Um, uh, have either of you seen Laser Wolf? Uh, a little bit.
2: Mm-mm. He's in that, an Adult Swim cartoon. Oh, okay. Biggie.
0: The next is John uh, Morrison, who's one of my personal favorites. Uh, Not really have a reason why, other than I saw him on Survivor, which is another show I watch as a contestant before I wrestler. got back into wrestling. And he <laughs> actually...
1: Uh, yeah, he, he's been a... I think he was a wrestler before he was in... Uh, okay. Uh, um and survivor oh yeah absolutely yeah he's actually the one that first started doing the save yourself spot that's now called the kofi spot that we talked about Um, he was the first one he was about to be eliminated and he leapt from the edge of the ring to the barricade his finishing um, moves really cool too parkour shit um, In a couple of movies that I've seen, also
0: John Morrison, uh, Starship Pain. I think that's his finishing move, right? Yeah, Where yeah. He, like, or bounces off the rope. It's really cool looking every
1: time. He like spins really fast while doing the backflip, basically. Wow. Um, and he doesn't. And he usually will bounce off the ropes to do it. Like it's it's insane the amount of athleticism. He yeah,
0: has. it's really cool. <laughs> um,
1: next, He's another already... one that seems
0: kind of wasted because he seems to be able to do a lot more than they let him do on Raw.
1: I think a lot of it is the gap between like physical ability and charisma, I guess. Like having like the understated like Yeah. Obviously he's charismatic but can he talk kind of thing. Yeah. I think I mean that was one of, kind of the of
0: things it. he talked about in Survivor that Trump made him like me made me role? like him.
1: What the I first think... thing I saw him
2: in he, he did not have a speaking role. He was the Minotaur in a maze movie. Oh wow. <laughs> he's in Birds of Prey. He was Who's in
1: Bo- Birds of Prey.
2: Uh, Lord, the guys? gang member.
0: Oh, he's a gang member.
2: Yeah, he's also a stunt performer in it. He was also in the the show Glow about wrestling. Oh, cool.
0: That
1: makes. sense. I watched him as a. Uh, um, I watched him in a movie where he was a bounty hunter. Boone the Bounty Hunter. That's <laughs> a mediocre at best movie. Wow, that sounds like okay. it.
2: He uh, has another one called Never Leave Alive. The same year. I bet it's the same. And the speed of time. I really
0: hate that he's playing second fiddle to The Miz right now because I think he's way more entertaining than The Miz is.
1: Guys, what's the speed of time? (laughs) I think it moves forward a second per second. Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. It has a really good uh, poster, though. This might be one I check out.
0: (laughs) The speed of of time?
2: Yeah, it's another that uh, he's
1: in playing johnny killfire oh, that's a <laughs> dope name
0: yeah uh, oh it's got dolph ziggler it looks like too yep no it's just a guy who kind of looks like dolph ziggler
1: no dolph ziggler's in the cast for it
0: oh, okay then yeah that is dolph ziggler
1: all right then who do after, we get through? after johnny morrison we got uh you guys probably missed opportunity spot uh ricochet, ricochet. Oh. Mm-hmm. I
0: th- he's another one i just can't believe that they're not doing anything with him on wwe he's amazing seriously look up a ricochet highlight reel one time like jesus
1: he straight up looks like he's out of a comic book movie with the shit that he can do <laughs> like. like that too he you said he was
2: in another of the uh backyard wrestling type league one he was not
1: no was he was in nxt
0: one. for a while right
1: yeah, he was in a organization called Lucha Underground. Oh. Um, that one's really cool. He played a uh, masked character named Prince Puma. Uh, mm-hmm. But their stuff is they they presented a lot more like an episodic TV show rather than like a sports type thing, like how wrestling kind of is portrayed. Okay, um, so that one's pretty entertaining, um, and I think it's pretty easy to find online. Um, but the one that was in Omega in that backyard wrestling was Hurricane Helms. He's on. He's on later. Okay. Um he was the one in all green. If so that helps uh, They got eliminated
0: jump. in thirty seconds. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah. yeah. Um I but after uh, Ricochet is honestly one that like I feel I'm entertained by pretty well.
0: Elias. Um, but I don't
1: yeah. Um, he looks like Macho Man. He does. He's a lot he's a lot bigger of a dude than like I think I realize a lot of times watching compared to like other people. But like I've seen pictures of him next to regular people and he's like Twice as wide as most people. He's are. very big, right? Yeah. He kind of looks
2: like a hipster in a couple of his pictures because he's got a big open, flowy shirt, white pants, boots, and a guitar.
0: Yeah, that's. But then definitely you see him next character. to somebody
2: else, he's like, "Oh no, he's like Jason Momoa, Like I thought,
1: he's uh his gimmick is that he always has that acoustic guitar and he's singing songs to like clown on people. He released an album, like legitimately. Um, his original. Character in NXT was a drifter, which is why he's got like the beat up acoustic guitar and the bohemian es- uh, aesthetic. I guess it's mm-hmm. kind of a carryover on it. um Looks like he didn't do all that much other than he got four eliminations. Carlos. That
0: was uh, oh no! I was looking at Damian Priest.
1: My bad. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he was in for two and a half minutes and he got somebody out. That's pretty good. Yeah,
2: that is pretty good. That's a good ratio. Pound for pound.
0: Pound for pound. Oh, yeah, he eliminated Carlito. His only elimination was Carlito.
2: All right, so who's next? Number 14 coming into the ring. Damien Priest. I'm going to let
1: Justin talk about Damian Priest.
0: I like Damian Priest. He's from NXT. Uh, He's known as the Archer of Infamy, and he wants his name to live forever is like his big thing. He's kind of a bit like a rock star. At least that's how he was played in NXT.
2: Okay. So he's not the occultish kind of Alister crowd. No, thing. he
0: is, for sure, but also more rock star y.
2: Okay. Who's the guy I'm thinking of? Is it him?
0: Uh, that's Aleister, Aleister Black. Black. Well, oh, I like okay, I like okay. more. But Damien Priest but he's,
1: yeah. he's not been featured since his uh his wife was released and told yeah, everybody that the uh, WWE should unionize. Yeah. He's oh. married
0: to that he's married to that lady.
1: Okay. Okay. But he's uh how old do you think uh Damien Priest is? Hmm. Probably 36, 37.
0: Good. To, yeah, he's 38.
1: Yep, and he started wrestling outside of WWE. He was. He, he used to be a bigger guy, right? Um, on the independents, he was going by the name Punishment Martinez. Oh, which is kind of a weird name to have your first name be Punishment. Punishment. <laughs> 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 but But uh, I'm not. I'm not one to call myself an expert on naming things either um but yeah from what i understand like what i've seen of him he's got some really cool stuff that he can do he's bigger than a lot of people he can mm-hmm. move really he, he can
0: move really well for uh, how tall he is for sure uh, and uh
1: he he ended up getting four eliminations and he's the only person from uh, nxt on the men's side um, that was call. That was like his big call up. Yeah, usually there's wow. like more people from NXT. He's gonna get like called
2: the, up to the
0: main roster for sure. Only
2: other person that got as many as him, he would have been top. Other than Big E, him, he and Big E tied for four eliminations.
1: So that's kind of a big deal to kind of establish him from the beginning. Hopefully, that kind of goes somewhere. Which knowing the WWE, probably it's not. not but. He's not. <laughs> he's gonna get
0: pushed for like a week, and then they're gonna forget about him. Really and entertaining
1: then, though. Yeah, and like then he's he said, gonna
0: wish he never left NXT. <laughs>
2: too bad that he's a missed opportunity um,
0: we'll see next he hasn't taken They like, haven't uh, done it yet but i think that yeah.
2: i have questions about this next one
1: this next one is a uh, reality star turned professional wrestler um, the miz the mike the miz mizana yep. i do a I, miz is he's it on road rules
0: on your business <laughs> he was on he's he on road rules i yeah.
2: remember him from road rules back in the day yeah this is somebody who's been around forever on tv he had a big beef with john cena i remember
0: him and he John Morrison are our, our tag team partners.
1: Yeah, and he at one point won the title at WrestleMania in the main match. He did. Wow. Um, so um, he's had a really interesting. He's the money in the bank guy.
0: He's the guy who we thought was going to cash the money in the bank uh, opportunity against. Uh, so he's the Rebel guy Reigns. with that
1: giant leather coat. Yes. Yeah, he's got. I don't got know if he me. still has it, but he had the Naruto uh, headband too. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and like his his main gimmick at this point is just that he's fucking annoying and considers himself an A lister because he was in a a he's B in, or C he's... level movie. Yeah. yeah.
0: What was um, it? The 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 Marine. He's in those Marines.
1: The Marine Two or something like that. Wow. Um, Zero eliminations. But honestly, like his journey as a, a performer has he's been really, really cool. really
0: good at making me hate him,
1: so. Which is a skill that's honestly kind of hard to come by mm-hmm. yep. in wrestling because it's really easy. Like if you're the bad guy, to still get people to, like, oh yeah, here for you. Tr-
2: ruthlessly annoying.
0: He's he, he's, <laughs> uh, he's in
2: just the kind of a piece of shit in two seconds. I... You could count how long he was in the, in the <laughs> ring. It was just like, oh, oh. <laughs> and, and then Aaron,
0: next, no, not next up is Riddle.
1: Riddle Formally me this known man.
0: man. Formerly known as Ra- Matt Riddle, yeah.
1: Who was a UFC fighter also, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, He's
0: the original bro.
1: Yeah, I, w- I was not expecting that with his song, uh, to have that intro, bro, like that. Like, I hadn't, I hadn't watched him enough to kind of know that that was going on. Um, yeah. But what did you what did you think about him?
2: Uh, I mean, I wouldn't have been surprised if he rolled in on a surfboard.
1: <laughs> his big gimmick is he kicks his shoes off
0: when he gets in the ring. He, yeah, was... he always wrestles barefoot.
2: Yeah. Uh, I remember the, the controversy from UFC from him. He was fired because he tested positive for
0: smoking weed. Yep. <gasps> How dare dare. He, How he does,
1: dare. he does like the devil's lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he's also somebody
2: that... Um, gives you such an advantage in the ring, too. He's rubbed a lot of
1: his peers the wrong way. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot of
0: people think he's really annoying.
1: He's challenged Brock Lesnar and Goldberg to matches, um, and they both told him to fuck off. <laughs> um, like, in real life, not like yeah. on the shows. Yeah, because he calls um, them out on
0: Twitter, and they're just like, no.
1: Wow. <laughs> Um, You're taking it a bit too far, dude. <laughs> apparently, uh, Seth Rollins also really fucking hates him because um, he refused to actually wrestle him in the Survivor Series. Oh, wow. Uh, which is why, going back to that event months and months ago, uh, Seth Rollins got eliminated really early so that he wouldn't have to wrestle against Riddle.
0: Really? Um, Didn't they just yeah. recently team up together or something? Not team up, but I thought that there was... A match with Riddle and Seth Rollins recently, and I, I remember clocking it because I thought that they didn't like because he hated him.
1: Yeah, I'm. I mean, I can't really know what's going on with all the politics. It just the the rumors I gather on Reddit and that, and that nice little cesspool. But um, apparently, they can work together enough now to. I like his have character. Eliminate him.
2: and he's had several belts in his time, right? Riddle, no. no. I mean, uh, in NXT. Yeah, yeah. Like, he was super... Okay.
0: But he's kind of new in the main roster. He just got brought up recently. Like, in the last year. He got
2: one elimination.
0: But he lasted for near the end.
2: Yeah, yeah. Kept fighting.
0: I like him. He's one of those guys uh, who uh, makes every... Like, changes the name to every basic move to fit his gimmick. (laughs) <laughs> he does, like, the bro kick or the bro-ton or the bro... <laughs> Bro-kiss. <laughs> the floating bro. Yeah. There's, like, some,
1: there's something like, to be uh, appreciated about how simple of... This is the guy that fights and likes to say bro. So <laughs> all right, all right.
0: Um, <laughs> he's, he's played as a bit of a, uh, like... Well, I don't know if he's played to be dumb, but, like, he plays himself off to be dumb to, like, get an advantage, I think. hmm
1: He's a very aloof type person. Yeah. Um, Next is uh, Daniel Bryan. There's A little bit of story for him um, going into it is um, he's had a pretty illustrious career, um, pretty significant kind of injury happened that he uh, was able to come back from. It was like a really feel good moment. Mm -hmm. Um, But he'd recently mentioned in like one of the interview shows that the one thing that he hasn't done that he wants to do is um, win the Royal Rumble. Um, which didn't happen this year, but uh, he's, he's kind of indicated that his his career is winding down, um, and uh, that that's what he's he's looking for on here going forward. Um, which is something that hasn't really been like mentioned. Like a lot of people are like, "Oh, my career's winding down. I got to try to get the championship and stuff like that." But to point to like the Royal Rumble, it's pretty cool kind of thing going into it.
0: Yeah, and then the Big Red Machine.
1: That that part was kind of sad for me, because <laughs> um, he, he looked like a dude that was wearing a cane costume. He did, he did. Being a, a mayor of Knox County or whatever he is, and uh, super libertarian, he hasn't really spent <laughs> as much time in the gym because he's always like, even in the later stages of his career, has been like a physical specimen that like you would we be in. We should regulate of. the gyms, and they should be open, free market. <laughs> But he's also, like, Royal Rumble is his thing, unofficially his thing. Yeah, he's yeah. got, up until recently, he had the record for the most eliminations in it. He's he got been two in the
0: eliminations most... in this match, even though he was in, in under it under
1: for... two minutes. Yeah. Yeah, he's had multiple times where he's eliminated, like, more than ten people. He spent the most time in the match. He's had the most matches, like, yeah. this was his thing. And then kind of comes out, and uh, it looks pretty cool. King is Horman. he the one
2: who sends out the golden tickets in the chocolate bars so they know who's in royal rumble kane yeah is he like the willy wonka of royal rumble that would be cool how do they decide who's in it because they're from all these different uh some are free I, agents I some are from raw some are from nxt do, do you think it's their manager's uh bid or
1: something
0: I know so some of them of, were last-minute replacements of people who apparently got quarantined.
1: Right, right. <laughs> yeah. So um, they've kind of touched base on it, too, is there are people that are of a level where they can declare, like, hey, I'm going to be in the Royal Rumble. Okay. And there are other people that aren't at that level that have to compete for it. Yeah. Um, but they've kind of just in- intimated that it's a just kind of management kind of thing of the company decides who's who's at what level and how they would be able to get in. Okay.
0: But like Randy Orton could could just be like, I'm in the Royal Rumble, and he is.
1: Yeah. Right. Whereas uh, Xavier Woods might not be at that level, or Ricochet might not be at that level kind of thing. Okay. Um, Based off what they're telling us on there. Um, Right. But uh, after Kane is uh, King Corbin.
0: Another one of the bad guys who actually succeeds at making me not like him.
1: (laughs) Hmm. Hmm. I miss I miss uh, when he first debuted in the WWE and NXT where he was rocking a pretty solid skullet. Ooh, yeah, he gave uh, up. He gave it up. He shaved that bad boy when he became King Corbin and he won the King of the Ring. Um, but he uh, he plays a really good piece of shit character, um, <laughs> which I I always appreciate. Um, he is also. Uh, got some really cool looking moves too. Um, they did the deep six to one of the people on that,
0: mm-hmm. which yeah. is
1: like the spinning like backdrop kind of thing. He has another finisher that's really cool.
0: He's a big guy. Um, he's one of the he's one of the only guys I see. Whenever people try to like, you know how you'll launch people into the turnbuckle, he like he does that move where he like slides underneath and runs around and comes up the other side.
1: Right. Yeah. More of a, a smarter type character. Okay. Um, pretty cool.
2: I don't have any background with the uh, King Corbin. I I did think he was impressive how he got some eliminations in the short time he was in there.
1: Yeah, the way he, he's absolutely a heel though. But I mean, this is the Royal Rumble, right? Where not even necessarily knowing that, like. It doesn't add or subtract from it necessarily either, which is pretty
2: cool. Oh, I mean, yeah, and the char- the characters I know nothing about. I'm not gonna learn anything about them during the Royal Rumble. Yeah.
0: Last year King Corbin uh had a big feud with Roman Reigns back mm-hmm. when Roman Reigns was still a face. Uh one of the things uh, that sticks out food? to me was whenever he uh made Roman Reigns eat a bunch of dog food. And I remember that in, being referenced. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then next up was the uh... Formerly one of Justin's favorites, I don't know if he's still at that spot. Otis,
0: my boy Otis, I love Otis.
1: This was sad. This was another really short <laughs>
2: performance
1: and nothing to show for it. Yeah. Uh, he got You got to see him do the caterpillar. Which you did. That's a his A yes. leaf worm. worm. Uh, <laughs> you remember that dance move. Mm-hmm. I want to
2: see him transform into a butterfly.
0: <laughs> yeah, Otis has been done dirty this year.
1: Yeah. Come on, he's the blue-collar brawler.
0: He lost his tag team partner, lost his girlfriend,
1: lost the lost money, the the money in check. the
0: bank contract for no fucking reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but now he's working with Chad Gable to get better, so that's yeah.
0: good.
1: All right, all right. Sounds he's actually. in the
0: Alpha Academy with Chad Gable. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oof. Um, next up is uh, Dominic Mysterio. Red Mysterio's, Red Mysterio's son. legitimate son.
2: Yeah. Um,
0: also he eliminated quick, King Corbin, which is a bit of a story thing because they have a feud going on right now um, oh really yeah dominic mysterio the, the mysterio family and keep corbin are kind of uh have a feuding for a couple weeks all right all right another i mean yeah. this whole king, Cor- king corbin has sure. has beat dominic mysterio in several matches in a row so him yeah. being able to eliminate him from the king of the ring or not king of the, from the uh this Royal the Royal Rumble is probably going to lead to another match where maybe Dominic might pin
1: him. Mm, okay. All right. Next up is uh.
0: Bobby Lashley. This was my random pick for this match twenty two. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> Bobby Lashley, what did you, do you, rem- CEO did you remember uh, of the Hurt Business.
1: Yeah. Do you remember anything about him? I. Do not. He's the uh, really
0: big, bald, black dude that, like, everybody in the oh, ring oh, had he, to eliminate. he
2: crushed. He got, like, third place, took out three people, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, a... I don't big know big my name. Big I've big never boy. heard him before, but, yeah, he was impressive. Wow. Yeah.
0: He's, he's a, another he's one a of those physical that... specimen, that's for sure. Like, oof.
1: Yeah, and seeing him go against uh, Big E was, was quite entertaining. Yeah. yeah. Um, Especially because... Oh, Biggie had uh I think it was on the podcast or it might have been like an interview like somebody's like uh, what's your favorite type of matches because like he's a very outspoken huge fan of Goldberg okay um, and he's like I like the matches where it's just big meaty men slapping meat <laughs> <laughs> and so we got to see a little bit of that um, yeah.
0: and well Bobby uh, Lashley's Lashley. the Bobby Lashley's That's the inter- yeah Bobby Lashley's the intercontinental champion and Biggie is the United States champion right
1: Right um, at, I think I have, that switch. I
0: have that. switched.
1: Yeah, but those are both basically the the secondary level title for each show, so mm-hmm. they're essentially okay. title wise kind of at the, the yeah, equal footing. They're equal footing. Um, and next up was another another flash in the pan. Um, this is the one that was in the backyard wrestling with Jeff Hardy. That was Hurricane Helms. Oh, green, um, yep. which was a. Was a nostalgia act with the. Uh, was Hurricane
0: uh, Helms not also on AEW recently?
1: Um, I believe he. I know he appeared in the uh, Hardy compound match.
0: Yes, that's what it was.
1: Because, uh, yeah, because he's a free agent. Like, he can kind of do whatever. Yeah. Um, but he has some pretty strong ties to the, the, the Hardy Bros. Bros. Yeah. Okay. Um, but his spot was always being like an undersized wrestler as a superhero, he would Mm -hmm. try to do the choke slam (laughs) typically reserved for larger wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. And so that's why he tried to do it for for both Biggie and Lashley. That's funny. As an outside observer, I not going to happen. Right. But it's kind of a little funny kind of little back part on that one. um, Or I don't think it took both of them, but both Biggie and Bobby Lashley eliminated them. Um, I,
2: I assume his special move, the Vertebreaker, is a little too violent for
1: where we're at in WWE these days. Um, I don't know about that. I think it's, it's very hard to do safely.
3: Yeah. Um, that's what, um, yeah
1: and so yeah. Um, I know other people do it in other organizations, but especially for him being the size that he is, mm-hmm. um, when he yeah, was in the WWE him. as the Hurricane, mm-hmm. um, he would do something, a move called the Eye of the Hurricane, where you would basically hold your opponent up in, like, a headlock, and they're, like, face up, but they're still standing, and they would, like, rotate and then, like, elbow drop onto their head kind of thing, Um, and that one's a little bit easier to do safely on pretty much any sized person. Yeah, okay.
0: Then the the surprise of the night is Christian coming back.
1: This was a huge, huge surprise for just about everybody, Um, because Christian has been retired and um, not medically cleared to wrestle, like, legitimately because of concussion issues.
2: Oh, shit. Okay.
1: Um, but he's been medically cleared on, on this one, I guess, for a, a little while at least. But they kept it secret. Yeah. Um, huge, huge history with uh, tag teaming with Edge. Yes. Okay. Um, or we had that super, like, feel-good moment where they looked like they might have been about to fight. But then they, like, hugged mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. They were able to go through a, a large part of the match together um up until yeah, Christian got in there
2: for almost 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. I didn't um, know who he was, but like you said I could tell they had history together for sure. Oh yeah, going
1: back to the late 90s actually they kind of like debuted in the WWF together. Um but yeah, and I mean he of the two of them he was not as successful as a single star. Um he held a world title Briefly, um, maybe a little bit longer if you count the WWE version of an ECW, mm-hmm. uh, which dissolved pretty quickly. He held that one too. Um, but then he kind of had to hang up the boots for a bit because of the injuries. But yeah. um, he's also one that's rumored to, to be back in, not necessarily as, as often as Edge is going to be, but um, at least part time, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also did not look as kind of old and worn down, in my opinion. He didn't. Hopefully he they get. Hopefully they stay safe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next is probably the most interesting to me.
0: AJ for the Styles match. with almost
1: the fucking eight foot tall dude that just stands outside of the ring and that's all he has to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I fucking love it. Um, like he got two eliminations some, and
0: he wasn't even in the match.
1: He got more eliminations than AJ Styles, who he came out with.
0: Yeah. Like, what are we talking about?
1: So AJ Styles he came out with uh, almost the tall uh, the really tall guy, dude. Like, that uh, yes, out yes, with. Cur- two
2: guys. Okay,
0: he eliminated um, two guys. He wasn't even in the match. <laughs> right,
2: he's not even on the listing. I don't think <laughs> like for the official members.
1: He uh, he did one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen because I don't I can't think of anybody else that could have done something like this. <laughs> but his elimination of Biggie uh, was yeah. super super cool because. He was standing on the floor outside, and he reached over the top rope to pull him out.
0: Yeah, it, because insane. Because massive he Just because he's so tall, yeah.
1: But That's his entire so character at would... this point has been, my, I'm going to stand outside boy. of the ring. And he's he's
0: AJ Styles' uh, uh, Reggie, basically.
1: And how his name is Almost?
0: Almost. O-L,
1: so O-L-M-O-S. Yeah. Okay. Almost. Close to Edward James almost his last name. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, AJ Styles is kind of one of those perennial, like, top-tier types in terms of what he can do. But it was kind of insubstantial in this match, really. Yeah,
0: he didn't Too do much.
1: Uh, but he didn't really have to. He didn't. Either. Uh, I'm sorry, his, his name is spelled O-M-O-S.
0: O-M-O-S, yeah. Almost.
1: O-M-O-S, okay. And, uh... Uh, next up was uh, Ray Mysterio, Papa Mysterio.
2: Ah, oh, classic from when I was into it in middle school. In all the N sixty four games, loved it because he was uh, he was a really fighty character. Mm-hmm. Could do all the
1: amazing
0: flips. Six one nine, that's his move,
1: and the and, uh, frog splash. Right. He yeah, he started doing that after Eddie Guerrero passed away. Yeah, um, he's also had to like change up his style quite a bit because. He's been doing it for like fucking 30 See, years right? and he can't necessarily do the same stuff yeah, that he used to. He teams to.
0: up with his son quite a bit, which I imagine is quite fun for him.
1: Uh, he was interviewed and they were like, if it comes down to you eliminating your son, what's that going to be? Um, he's like, well, the first time I'll, I'll probably pull him back in and be like, you get one. But the second time I would definitely eliminate them. <laughs> <which is, laughs> not being a father myself. I think that's a pretty cool dad moment. Yeah. Of like you get one. All right. Um, Next up is Seamus. Seamus. looks like an old-timey uh, factory worker, because um, <laughs> he wears into the ring. He wears like the brown pants and the the white shirt and the uh, suspenders. Still, right? This is uh-huh.
0: uh this is the guy we told in the first episode that gave that's best friends with Drew McIntyre that gave him his sword and his kilt.
2: Gotcha. That's fitting. Okay.
1: And uh, yeah, his his whole deal is. Well, for, he, he's he been really successful as far as a champion goes, tag team champion. Um, he's pretty differentiated by being super pale. He's um, very
0: pale, yes. It,
1: in WWE canon, he is related to Beaker from The Muppets. Ooh! <laughs> like, like, legitimately, that was paid, played as legitimate. Like, wow. Because um, there was a, a while for Raw where they didn't have, like, a authority figure, so they were doing guest spots and the Muppets did a guest spot. Oh, that's great. That's fun. Um, but yeah, he's got some pretty intense, hard-hitting moves. One of my favorites is what he came into the ring with where he holds somebody against the ropes from behind and just kind of smashes them on their chest a bunch of times. Yeah,
0: he did times. it twice in a row, which is yeah. cool. The ten beats of um, the Bowery or something like that.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and then His brogue kick, which is basically a bicycle kick that because he's Irish, is a broke kick.
2: Just kind of a Liu Kang bicycle kick, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and then um, probably the most underrated pound for pound, the strongest.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and this dude's legit, like scary strong in the stuff that he can do. Cesaro. Yeah, um, he's also
0: really funny on Twitch. <laughs>
1: um, but he's also a even when he's being a bad guy, he's a crowd favorite because he does that swing move. Oh, where he, like yeah, spins we're... people around. <laughs> um, and he's done that on Mark Henry, who's like 480 pounds. Yeah. He's done it on the Great Collie, who's like seven foot four and Didn't like do, 300 Did he do it, it on the big pound. show? I think he might have done it on the big show because part of it is the person that he's doing it to has to be able to do it too. But yeah. I'm sure, like he's done it to a lot of really big people because he's legitimately like scary, like physically strong. Yeah. Um,
0: the Swiss cyborg, I think, is. Dead. <laughs>
1: That's when he's a bad guy. When he's a good guy, he's the Swiss Superman.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: uh, let me see. Swing.
0: Seth Rollins is next, the Monday Night Messiah. Or the guess,
2: giant swing. Yeah.
0: I, I, I guess I guess he's on a uh, uh, Friday night now, so he's not the Monday Night Messiah anymore. He's the Friday oh. Night
1: Messiah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> but he's actually one that he came in real late, but he. Has the second most eliminations behind... He's Damian a heel... He's a
0: heel that, uh-huh. I, that I like. Uh, like, he's one that's not successful in making me hate him.
3: Yeah,
2: um, he was fun to watch.
0: But that's just because he's so talented.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he comes in in 29th place and stays in for almost nine minutes, getting three people. Like, he cleaned up before the last... And this was his big return. This was
0: This was his big return because he's married to Becky Lynch in real life and they just had a baby. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if Becky Lynch is going to come back sometime soon.
1: They teased it. Her Twitter, she took a picture of the curtain um, because it had like this weird symbol and a lot of people like, is she coming back?
3: Yeah, she's Uh, the man.
1: But uh, having a whole baby might make things a little hard. I don't know. Yes. No expert on that. Yeah. Maybe if you could, Justin, could you ask your sister who just had a baby, like, how long before she can get in the wrestling ring?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, so this might this might not be something that she once posted online, but whatever. Um, whenever she went in for her checkup... She to...
2: did German suplex the doctor.
0: Yeah, she German suplexed the doctor. <laughs> whenever she went in for her checkup a month after she gave uh, uh, birth, she uh, weighed five pounds less than whenever she became pregnant.
1: Nice. That's uh, so she's
0: she's she's doing really well with her baby weight and and whatnot. Basically, went away as soon as she had the baby. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, that's good. I, I would guess. I mean, I don't know if yeah, everything's maybe, good. Right Every, away? Maybe Every, your sister. Oh, everything's good. Maybe she's a power lifter and she needs all that weight. <laughs>
0: yeah, she's definitely not.
1: Um, but uh, next is is one that like on paper, like, you would kind of just assume it was going to be the one to get it, especially being the last Last person. And the fact Um, that
0: he's him.
1: That's Braun Strowman, who's I guess gimmick now is that he's a fucking freight train then it somehow works.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, Strowman Um, Express. He tears off his shirt, wears some gray gloves and just beats people up. Yeah. Runs into them. The monster among men.
2: He he did great. He did another (laughs) three like take out executions. This is another lot.
0: big return. He he hasn't been around for a while because he was quote unquote suspended for attacking officials. Oh, so it's like it's one of those things where he was like,
2: I got to take a break. Yeah, he was taking a break because <laughs> <laughs> we we saw from tonight uh, earlier. You can you can assault the officials all you want in the name
1: of the show. <laughs> Just depends on who you are, I guess. <laughs> go nuts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He... Honey or something. <laughs> but yeah, and then um, everybody did their fighting thing. People got eliminated, right? It looks like um, Braun probably did some of the the last minute the clearing, clearing. Heavy mounting, doing yeah. AJ Styles, Sheamus, Cesaro. Mm-hmm. Um, then it got down to... Uh, he eliminated a lot his, of
0: really big names. He didn't eliminate the most people, but he eliminated a lot of big names.
1: And um, yeah, and, and, and then Edge uh, wins. And then Edge wins, but what they failed to take into account mm-hmm. um, was that Randy Orton had never officially been eliminated.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And coming out of nowhere to hit that RKO, which he is... He did.
0: He got the RKO been out of nowhere. Memes
1: to death, ...and I will watch RKO out of nowhere compilation <laughs> for it's, hours on end. Sometimes. It's a
0: fantastic uh, finishing move for sure.
1: Um, and he hits it like he essentially does the steps that you would need to be a shitty heel to to steal the win. Right? Mm-hmm. He hits mm-hmm. his finishing move. He's ready to to get Edge out. Edge has been in the entire time rather than being able to rest a nice and knee. Um, but, uh, but Edge he pulls a reversal,
0: out. gets him out with the mm. reversal,
1: gets that feel good moment.
2: It' pretty epic. Pretty, I, I was. You think you know me? I was so worn and blasted by the time this was over. By the time that reversal came around, I was yeah. just like, "Holy shit!" Just it's like laying like... down on the couch, just like sweating. i I'd <laughs> snorted three lines of creatine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Cause I was like, I have to bulk up for some reason while watching this.
1: <laughs> it, it was great. But this, uh, this overall event, right? Like I feel like this is probably one of the better Royal rumble events as a whole. Honestly. I thought it would do really well.
0: I, I like this men's Royal rumble a lot more than I liked last year's where Brock Lesnar eliminated half of them one-on-one.
1: Right. Cause I mean, at that point, like it, as as impressive as, as it was wrestler, impressive but Buster like is. but i was but just like, like ugh yeah.
0: like that kind of like you 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 unroyal rumbled the royal rumble
1: <laughs> yeah and he went in as the champion which like doesn't make the most sense either yeah mm-hmm. um but i think that the show itself from my watching was like very well rounded the drew mcintyre goldberg match was easily the, the least entertaining for me personally but yes, the women's but I mean, rumble, also like, it
0: was two minutes long. so Yeah,
1: so they kept it short at least. But like <laughs> the women's yeah. rumble was enjoyable for the essentially the whole thing. I don't think there's a point where I was like, all right, this is this is getting not boring kind a, of Not thing. a slow
2: moment at all. That's why I felt like the men's row rumble was a bit longer because the the women's one was just like step by step by step getting better and better.
1: And then um, the, the kind of extra kind of bits on it with like uh, almost – um, eliminating people without even being in the match and
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, kind of the variation and the the various stories that are being told of Edge lasting the entire time and then Randy Orton not having to rest the entire time. Um, <laughs> various people like looked like legitimate threats to win so it kind of kept you guessing on it. Um, towards the end you kind of had to figure that it was going either Edge or Randy Orton I would think um, on it but Um, like top to bottom, like it was roughly what, like that's two hours and call it like three hours altogether, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, but I don't think there was a point in it where I was like, yo, this needs to be another half hour shorter or something like that, Mm -hmm. which can definitely happen on shows. And I think, uh, Justin and I have run into that fatigue before. (laughs)
3: Yeah.
2: I have, too, not being someone who's really into the wrestling that much, going over to watch wrestling sometimes, and it's like, okay, here we go, strap in for four and a half hours, and you're like, okay. But today, yeah, I I was in it to win it. It got me.
1: It was good. Nice. And uh, um, did you have – so it sounds like you, Austin, were – uh, probably a little bit more into the women's match than a uh, rumble match than the others.
2: Yeah, same as years past. I, they're just so much more creative. Uh, none of the guys came out on a little tank or was like <laughs> glowy
1: shoes or twerked as a special move. That, that rear view is probably one of my favorite moves, just from the idea of it. Yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to throw my ass in you, and it's going <laughs> to fucking hurt. It's like, yeah. I love that. The
0: booty bump. I There's, imagine it
1: does. <laughs> uh,
0: you'd probably really like Sunny Kiss and AEW, which is yeah. – uh, you should look them up.
1: All right. Um, the how about members. you, Justin? Um, yeah. Do you th- have a favorite match or favorite moment?
0: Um, I-, I think I like the Women's Royal Rumble match the most. Um, I did, like, here's the thing, I don't, like I said, I don't like the Roman Reigns stuff, and even I enjoyed that match, um, right now. Uh, and I was surprised at how many, like, little tie-ins to little story moments they put in here, because, to be honest, they don't do that very often for a long time, and, like, in the past couple while, uh, past couple pay-per-views and the couple shows, it's been very disjointed and I felt like that they uh, even in something as chaotic as this they seemed to put more effort into it which was apparent and I enjoyed it, seemed
1: it. like I'd agree that to me it felt like a lot more of a coherent product as a whole um, like as opposed to like the TLC
0: match from a couple months ago oh my, like there's eight was people go for
1: it yeah um, yeah I mean personally I think my favorite match Part of it, like start to finish, was the Roman Reigns and the Kevin Owens part. Yeah. Um, but like my favorite moment uh, had to be the uh, Christian Edge moment mm-hmm. on it, just mm-hmm. from a nostalgia take and being able to see Christian actually go in the ring and stuff like that it was really cool because he's somebody that I've always really liked that hasn't really kind of done a whole lot compared to some of his peers. Uh, mm-hmm. Still super successful, um, still super enjoyable, and seeing him to have that opportunity again is really really cool nice
0: yeah I think it was a, a, a really good Royal Rumble and overall I think better than the last one though there was some things that I didn't like about this one like they didn't use some of the carrot like they wasted some people straight up which I mean they've just been doing constantly so I'm not surprised that they did it because I mean Ricochet when's the last time you saw Ricochet do anything on WWE <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, he's got his his little feud with uh, Reckoning that doesn't make the Hulu cuts. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, and I mean, I don't think that there was anything that happened on there that, like, I was taken out of the match for, like, having Xavier Woods eliminate Mustafa Ali. It makes sense because Mustafa Ali is talking shit about their buddy Kofi. Yeah. Um, Damian Priest eliminating four people like it makes sense why because he's supposed to be really good at stuff like that. And
0: Kane, that. I think him eliminating Kane was supposed to be a really big deal.
1: Like another passing of the torch. torch. Yep, yep, mm-hmm. I can see that. Um, so a lot of really cool stuff I think happened on this was really enjoyable. Again, I think this if it if there's ever somebody that comes up to me and is like, hey, I've never watched wrestling. What's one show that I should watch, or what's one match? um so that i would get it i think the royal rumble is the one that makes the most sense for that person yeah
2: for sure as mostly an outsider Um, i agree yeah um
1: but yeah i mean i'm super happy that we're able to to start our our podcast yeah
0: Um, start with a big one with the road to wrestlemania Mm -hmm. (laughs) and what a long strange road it will be
1: we got um our buddy austin on here to kind of dip his toe in with us
0: so glad um, i could
2: be a guest uh this is my once a year jump into wrestling so yeah. I, I had a blast i'm glad i could share it with y'all
1: i mean there's a lot of like old events that we can kind of revisit as we need to To like one i think would be cool if uh we find somebody that wants to do it is the evolution pay-per-views um <laughs> which were 100 percent women wrestling um, oh, with wow. wwe Um, I think they did one or two on that one. Um, I think that's a a really cool one to to kind of look into on it because it's so different. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: Something that should be done more
0: often. I really feel like Becky Lynch not being in the roster is felt a lot.
1: Right, because, I mean, she was the number one wrestler for merch and stuff like that, Yeah. um, which is a really good indicator of popularity, right, because people are spending money on it. Um, And the fact that it's the first time a woman has had that position. Mm-hmm. Um, I think definitely impacts the the overall roster on it. Um, and then there are other things that we can kind of look forward to through the podcast in terms of getting Austin back on after we have him sit through an AEW pay-per-view. Uh,
2: I'm going to need some theme
1: music by then. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> get yourself on your phone. Go ahead and re- record some beatboxes for us. Oh, um, that would be embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I had uh, Justin do some homework at one point and watch one of my favorite pay-per-views of all time. Uh, kind of discuss that at some point, and then just discuss like weekly product too. So yeah, that's what we do and stuff on the, the product
0: mostly.
2: Uh, Justin, uh, uh, do you want to shout out our other show?
0: Yeah, this is an offshoot of our uh, of our show. We have a, I guess, a podcast network. Ooh, fancy! Mm-hmm. Uh, called uh, Fat Check. Uh, and you can find what about wrestling there. You can also find our other show. Have you seen with uh, where it's me and my my main man here, Austin, and my other main man, Josh, talk about movies?
2: Yeah, we're talking about movies that you probably haven't seen at this point.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, go I check just, that out. I listened to the most recently released episode, which was uh, from Minority Report, which uh, I remember watching originally and. I mean, kind of a weird movie from start to finish was my uh, recollection, and mm-hmm. uh, you guys talking about it kind of brought me back to that. That's
0: how me and Nick met, and how this podcast came. Is he watched our old? He watched he watches Have You Seen? And was like, hey, like, I like your show, and then I was like, cool, let's make another one. So like, if you want to make a show, just reach out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Add to that network. Start
2: a podcast. Any niche niche information?
1: Magic the Gathering cards from. Specifically, 2000 to 2004. Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that that's no, a particularly shatter. good that's time training, right but... here. <laughs> <laughs> Were artifacts a thing then? I don't even remember. I don't
2: know. I have no idea. Artifacts? Justin
1: is our magic person. Magic? How long? Artifacts have magic 2004? for a
0: long time. Okay.
1: 2000 to 2004.
0: Yes. I w- I'm going to say yes, I think so Okay, I'm I say yes <laughs> That's right,
1: well, a controversial take, we'll see if the comments
2: will support you I've been less into magic over the years than I have been into wrestling, if that gives you any indication
0: Yeah, same here, and I have a magic gathering tattoo on my body
2: You were professional for a I while
1: was. Cool. <laughs> I was I ran I, uh, that I had circuit I had about 40 magic cards for about 6 months once So. I traveled across
0: yeah. the country with 6 dudes playing in magic gathering tournaments For like two years.
2: Oh my god, I bet that was the smelliest (laughs) car. (laughs) Stuck in there for two years playing Memphis.
0: Well, it wasn't two years at a time. I know,
2: I know.
1: (laughs) Well, thanks for having me on the show. Absolutely, thanks for giving us your time and watching through on that. Um, This has been uh, What About Wrestling. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm Justin.
2: And I'm special guest Austin.
0: we'll see you next time. Deuces.
3: Ding, ding, ding.